hit record. Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's most prominent media, we'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, lovers in the air, do 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 do, lovers in the air. Oh God, sorry to start the podcast off. The Experts Podcast. My name's Nick Hayes. Welcome to another edition of what is a little bit behind the scenes of another expert or media personality. And I have, as you've probably gathered, a love expert, a relationship expert, someone that's going to connect us. She is a communication expert. Her name's Luann Ward. Welcome to the show, Luann. Hi, Nick. Thank you. Welcome. And I tell you, it's, it's amazing the way media deals and works with love and relationships. We're fascinated by it, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. Well, we, well, it's one of those commodities in life that I think that we can all agree that there's two things that are the most important aspects of life, and that's health and love. You know, you, you try to have a life without health. You can have all the love around you. If you don't have your health, you're not going to have a fulfilling life. And if you have a healthy life but you have n- no human connection and no love – you're not going to live a fulfilling life. So you need to have those two things. Love is, is most important. I, I, I so agree with you. I so, so agree with you because it's human beings. And right now we're living in a, in a COVID-19, mm. a coronavirus uh, environment. And look, let's, let's not beat around the bush here. It's got to be tough to have a relationship and a connection or even start a new relationship and connection in times like this. Do you know what? I actually have to say that I think it's the most poignant time to start a relationship. It is such a brilliant time to to actually understand what a connection is all about. And we live in such a technology age. The digital dating has changed the landscape yeah. of how people fall in love. And it's all about an instant gratification and instant connection. What this is going to force us do, to do is step back and understand how we really connect as humans. And like our parents and grandparents did where it wasn't about wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, how many can I shag in a, in, in a weekend? Yeah. It was about getting to know somebody. And so we're going to start connecting in a more emotional level like we did 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. It's going to be beautiful, actually. It's such a good point, Luanne, because I think we are we have taken it for granted in recent times mm-hmm. how easy digitally we can connect with someone. But are we really connecting? We're with not them? connecting. We're not. It, it's people are becoming disposable. It's uh, they're getting rejected, ghosted, uh, treated poorly. People don't date with intention. It's become a recreation. They say, like, "Hey, what are you doing on the weekend?" Oh, no, you know, I got this date on Friday night, and I got this date on. It's not, they're not doing it with purpose or intention. So what we're going to find is that through this, only people who actually have an end game of wanting to actually have that human relationship are going to actually continue forward to try and meet somebody. Everybody else that's looking for the instant gratification and the uh, friends with benefits and the hookups, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with any of those. (laughs) They all have a time and place, of course. But for relationships, for love, 
this is actually this holds a whole pile of benefits. It does, doesn't it? Because I think I've I've talked about and we've talked about in the office as this kind of health uh, global issue that we do have in Mm. in coronavirus is is a reset time. Yes, it's a time to take a moment and say, you know what, we've got to change a few things that we're doing because it might be it might be just that we have been doing it wrong for a little while. Oh yeah, we've been doing it wrong for a whole (laughs) whole. Pile of time. Well, let's talk about that. What have we been doing wrong? Okay. Because you've been doing this for a little while. I won't say, I won't, you know, you've been, you're probably Australia's most recognised and uh, relationship expert. What what have we been doing wrong? You know, it's, a, it's nearly three decades that I've seen the landscape of dating change from uh, not having the ability to have that instant gratification. So what we do and what we're doing wrong in uh, trying to connect with somebody is we're trying to tick a whole pile of boxes we're never present on the date what happens is when somebody meets another person Mm. is they're thinking about what's going to happen in the future is this person bringing me a whole pile of uh, things that I want so you're not actually even really present listening to that person on a and what they're saying, you're thinking, oh, hang on a minute, bit short, live too far away, too serious. And we're trying to do this in a coffee shop. Yeah. I, I've got no clue. <laughs> I think maybe Nescafe will blame then. Who, who are we blaming <laughs> for thinking that a coffee date was a good idea? This is a disgraceful – I'm sorry, but – no, I'm not – sorry, not sorry for actually saying that anyone – who thinks that they can go and meet someone for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, so you can see I'm not an advocate for speed dating either. I just think it is gross to actually judge someone and make a judgment of a person in that short amount of time. How often have you been wrong? Yeah. Have you ever employed someone and thought, oh, they're going to be fantastic, that she's great or he's great and they come and you're like, not so much. Yeah, oh God, it happens all the time. Luan. Exactly. Present, present employees at the moment <laughs> are excused. They're, they're not that one. But, but uh, it can happen both ways. You know, you yeah. can write somebody off too quickly or you can make a judgment that they're going to bring something really fabulous only to find that they don't. Humans need the minimum of two to three hours to actually form an emotional connection. So you've got to have a date that lasts for that long. Yeah, so it's, it's a bit like that. don't judge a book by its cover. Read the book. Read the book. You've got to read the book. Yeah, and don't try to go to the last page. This is what's <laughs> happening is people going, oh, I get on the date and they're trying to go to the last page. What will happen in five years' time? <sighs> and, and you can't do that. Also, oh, what I also love at the moment is that, and what else we've been doing wrong, is our dates are so bland. Yeah. Come on, there's no fun. Like, there's no endorphins getting released by doing fun things. All right, Luann, look, I've been out of the dating system now <laughs> for a good, oh, God, my wife will say, 20 years, so it's, it's good 20 years. What is, what is fun? What, is the, what are the things that, we, that, that people should be getting out to doing from all age groups? Okay, so for all age groups, you, you want your uh, dopamine levels to, to go up. So if you're doing anything that's fun, activity yep. is fun. Yes. So doing something outdoors. I mean, this is the best way you're ever going to have a, a date, to, to get outdoors, and particularly now with... Uh, coronavirus you know we're not allowed to be in social distancing so the health benefits of being outdoors for your mental health uh, it raises your immunity it makes you actually feel better so having dates that you can do outdoors go for a bike ride 
Yeah. Go, go to a, I mean, maybe not so much right at the moment, but go to any kind of festival or fair or fringe festival or yeah. uh, sculptures by the sea, a horse ride, uh, pack a picnic and go and have a night picnic. Sit, sit up in King's Park. Yeah. Somebody bring the wine, somebody bring the food. Look at it, you know, soak in the atmosphere that's going on around you, paintballing, mini golf, a game of golf, a game of tennis. These are all things I love to do. These are all the things. What, what, but what are they doing instead? What are they doing? You're saying the coffee date just seems they're going to be... On, they're either going on a coffee date. Yeah. I think if you go for a dinner on a, a very first date, you have to be mindful about the venue you're choosing because the other thing that we've really lost the art of is understanding the opposite sex. We are not very... Uh, it's, it's very transactional. Yes. What can you give me? Yep. And so nonverbal cues when you're communicating with somebody are highly important. So let's say you go out for dinner on the first date and there's a table in between the two of you. You're only seeing 50% of someone's body. Mm. How can you connect with somebody when 70% of the way we connect and the way we communicate is nonverbal? Yes. All right? And, and that... <laughs> Actually, some experts say 80%. So I dumb it down and say 70%. Now, if you're covering 50% of that 70% and you expect that person to connect with you, that's probably not wise. What you wear, uh, the topics of conversation, everything is about a non-verbal. So if you go on a date that's uh, in a stuffy restaurant where you're not really comfortable, you're not... It's, it's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to bring out your best side. So yeah. it's a whole pile of things. You've got to choose the right venue. It's just as important as choosing the right outfit. So I love this. And how are we going here? If this was a date, are we, are we doing <laughs> all right here? Well, we are because I'm looking at your body language. Yep. The most honest part of your body, yep. of anybody's oh body. God, this is scary. <laughs> I wasn't, it is below the belt. Yeah. <laughs> is your feet. My feet. So if you can't see someone's feet on the date, you've really got no idea whether they're into you or not. So it's feet. Feet. Feet is, oh God. Which, uh, we're taught how to, you, ne you can never tell if someone's lying. Yeah. Right? Not even a lie detector can tell if someone's lying. You've got two things that you can establish in a human and that is comfort and discomfort. So if I ask you a question that's going to be clearly uncomfortable, I'm going to see that in your physiological state sure right? so you know that if somebody's not comfortable on a date what their feet are saying so if someone's feet are pointed slightly towards the door uh, that means they want to get out of there because that's what <laughs> they're preparing to move they want that's their yeah. next move if somebody's like you know doing this with their feet and they're wobbling that, that's happy feet uh, do you know like when a kid so for those listening Luann was just giving her toes a little bit of a wiggle and they were in a little bit of a dance there you know like when you're when you're really happy and a yeah. kid jumps up yeah. and down you've yeah. got the limbic brain is a reflex action in your brain right and there's certain parts of the body that will respond to the limbic brain we say flight and fight response and we all know that yeah. but we've also got a freeze response as well and I think that that's very evident in what's going on at the moment this is why world. your topic, this is why your area of expertise is so highly desired by media because it, it is that human relationship, mm -hmm. that connection, understanding what is going on. Is that we want an interpretation. And I think a lot of us feel very vulnerable when it comes yeah. to love and relationships yeah. because we've either been hurt before, uh, we've done it a couple of times, hasn't quite worked out, 
uh, we don't think we're worthy of it. You know, it's it's all the little things, the hang-ups that we have uh, that we're fascinated to, you know, to continue to talk about it. I'd love to know from you, Luann, because I've, I think I've been following your career path for many, many years on, on television, on radio, and, and what you do. I think that you deliver it so beautifully. But which is your favourite medium? What do you, which medium do you love to be a part of? <sighs> Look, I like to get to the greatest number of people that I can get to. Because yep. if I say one thing that someone resonates with, yep. one thing that makes a difference, because... We know that there can be a conversation that you have directly, indirectly, something that you read that can be the cornerstone for change, for growth, for expansion, for feeling um, supported or challenged where you need to because you need them both. So wherever I can get the great, reach the greatest amount of people is, is where I like. I like to be personally somewhere where I can be like in, in this environment where I haven't got a structured or oh, you've got to give this answer in 10 seconds <laughs> I'm like more stressed it's a bit like that for tv isn't yeah, it yeah, yeah, you've it got is. to give sound bites sort of commentary exactly and so I think you can overthink things too much but mm. I love tv because you get to a greater you get it to a greater audience I like radio I love writing. It's one of my highest values. So uh, I'm pretty easy for a journo to work with because I'll write 99% yep. of it and just hand it to them and on a platter. And journos like that, if you know how to write for them and you know how to write for their audience, they love it. Yeah. And then look, I think if you have content and you deliver it and you're generous with your content, then, you know, again, you, you, you get the respect of of journos too. Absolutely. And, and media loves that because especially when you've got a bit of experience. And I, I want to take you back to the very first time that you did media because for a lot of us, and, and for the listeners that listen to this experts podcast, they're, they're coming through the system. They want to understand and know how to, and, and they look up to people like yourself that have got track record and history. But what was your first experience and what was it like? Okay, so... Oh, no, hang on, and this almost sounds like a dating <laughs> thing, doesn't it? What was your first time like? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, uh, the first article that I ever had was amazing. Yeah. Um, but the first time that I was on TV, I, I was very green. And like a lot of people, you have self-esteem, self-confidence. You go in and it was early morning on Channel 7, um, Daylight savings, it oh. was even earlier. And I'm not a morning person, as anybody knows me. Luann, knows. I get many an email from you <laughs> in the very early hours of the morning. So uh, I know that you're not an early morning riser. <laughs> no, so <laughs> I went in and I just thought, and I couldn't, that the, the sound wasn't right and I couldn't hear the questions that I was being asked properly. Right. And in my perception... It was a train wreck. Yep. I felt so self-conscious. I drove home and it was about quarter past seven when I, you know, drove into my driveway. And I remember saying to myself, you've got to get over yourself. Mm. That very second, I recorded my first live Facebook. I just went, you know what? I don't care. Why am I worried so much about what people think about me? Mm. I'm so worried about being... Uh, received well that I'm not delivering my content well because I'm so worried about what people are thinking about me so I got in my car I put that Facebook live on and I went I'm just going to talk so I did and so ever since then 
And I, I used Facebook to get my message out, but also to get myself out of a self-depreciating thought pattern, which was holding back everything. It's such a strong message, Luann, really, really strong message to not have to worry about what others think of you. No, I have to worry about what they're going to think of what you've had just had to say or how you've said it. Mm-hmm. You're the expert. You're the commentator. A lot of it in many ways would probably be commercial or uh, uh, jealousy there of the fact that you're up there and they're not. Yeah, and, and look, I think sometimes as well, I don't expect everybody to agree with everything well, I say. Well, you want people to disagree uh, with you because you need that. You need a bit uh, of conflict to make it go further. Absolutely, you need the contrast and, and people are not going to see things so why would I worry whether I'm liked or whether I'm not liked? I'm not here to win a personality contest. I'm yes. here to do a job. Good. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's a very strong message for everyone out there. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you? So but, but how did you get past that? So you, you did the Facebook Live, and is that that moment there where you realise you know what? It's not a, it's not about it's not about what people think of me. I'd I've just got to deliver my content. Yeah, and and you know I had, I've always been into self development, self expansion, and then it's it's part of my work. Okay, that, that's what I do. I help people past these sort of things. I had understood what my why was. I think a lot of times we're in business and I've been in business for a very, very long time. And the why when you start is one thing, but as things evolve, you have to make so many changes. So I had recently understood what is my why? Why am I here and what am I doing? And if you can't connect that back to what your values are, you're not going to ever get past, uh, you know, the first base. You're just going to go round and round and round and round in circles. So I understood my why and then I just moved forward with going, I want to actually help people. And I know that that might sound a bit altruistic, but it's not. Mm. It's People are struggling in relationships. They're struggling mm. to connect. They're struggling to get into relationships they're struggling with rejection poor dating behaviors of being judged people now look at your photo and swipe you swipe left or right i mean imagine remember when you're at school and didn't get picked for the team like you're the last person standing on the team it happened every time same same i was ugly duckling so i would get you know and i wasn't very good at sport either so it's horrible when you get bypassed like that so really when I first started doing the media I realized that if I could get to a greater amount of people and actually start educating them how to do this better yeah you can only know what you've been taught yeah if your parents taught you how to have a really fantastic wonderful relationship Mm. sometimes that can hinder you as well because you compare all the relationships that you want to have to the your parents so it can be a a disadvantage and an advantage i just want to i want a lady in my life just like my mother and yeah (laughs) no i do not oh they have the daddy syndrome my dad my dad told me i was a princess and i deserved to have the best things in life and you know and he always treated me so well my dad was tall so i really need a tall man tall dark and And handsome you know and, and so it really can our experiences and what we're taught yeah. is everything. So it's uh, oh, it because it, this just brings in all the psychology, all of mm-hmm. the 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 hurt, the pain, everything that sort of bridges in. Because as, as human beings, we are naturally uh, 
we, we need to connect with others. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, the point I'm trying to make here is that while we're going through this major health scare, yeah. when you and I first saw each other to come in to do this podcast, it was sort of, do we do a hug, a, 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 an elbow <laughs> dance or whatever, a tap of the feet, whatever it might be. But I think human beings, we're going to have to go, after all of this, go back to connecting with each other again. Yeah. And, and like I was talking about the nonverbal yeah. communications, touch is a massive part of human connection and human it's we've got a touch to be able to feel connected i'm very concerned about uh, many things that social isolation Mm. and i know that the spread of the virus we've got to stay indoors but is this really the wisest thing we can do when we understand that the quickest way to build your immunity is to be outdoors it's being indoors actually breeds a whole pile of things. So, uh, oh, the health experts are they're up and about on that now. Look, I want to talk to you mm-hmm. about well, it's, uh, how are we going on our date so far? By the way, <laughs> we're doing all right. Oh, it's a good tennis match, and that's what a date should be. You hit the ball over the fence, I hit it back. It's not a. It's, it's good. You're uh, passing. Have you got a partner? Are Are you currently dating? Do you have to be <laughs> a dating expert and currently date? Isn't that such an interesting question? I get asked this all the time because people don't see photos of me and, uh, you know, on social media or with anybody else. It'd be like saying to a doctor, "Oh, you are you qualified? Call. Are you qualified to give me any kind of medical advice because you've got the flu or you've got a broken <laughs> leg?" And so, uh, like everybody, there'd be times in my life where I've had relationships and times where I haven't. I am presently involved with somebody. Yes, so. The reason I ask that, mm-hmm. no, because it, it is something there that most experts and commentators and most experts have got a backstory or a reason why they do what they do. Yeah. And I think that, you know, if they've ever experienced, you know, finding that relationship and they've found a, an angle or a market there yeah, okay. to go away and work with, that that tends to be a major driver. Look, Did that happen to you? We all have a void which creates a value. My highest value for anybody that knows me is helping people solve problems in relationships that's my highest value that came from a very early childhood void of uh, my mum left when I was five I grew up with my dad and my three sisters were in a foreign country we know nobody here there's no uh, aunties uncles there's nobody my dad yeah a very English proper gentleman yes your children are seen not heard right and the perception of not having love and not having and not seeing my dad interact with women. And I was fascinated by whenever a woman would come into the, the picture, whether it would be in a supermarket, and yeah. I'd watch my dad's animation change. I'd watch his whole body language change, his physiological state, his mood yeah. change when he was around women. I was quite fascinated by this. So I would watch shows like The Love Boat or Bold and the Beautiful <laughs> or Young and the Restless, and I think, well, that's how it should be. Yes. I didn't realise that you shouldn't have an affair with your daughter's husband, but <laughs> that's a story for another day. Um, <laughs> if you're going to watch those shows, you're going to see that. Well, but if you're going to watch those shows, don't <laughs> let that be the barometer of your uh, love and relationships, yeah. please. But what, what I understood <laughs> is that how important love was, because when my dad did find somebody and when he was with that, he was a different he was a different person. Yeah. So that void of feeling that you you. Uh, you don't have something drives your highest value. So my why is always has always been nobody should go without love. It doesn't matter who you are. You, no one should go without it. So 
I love that, Luan. I it's absolutely love that. that it sounds really cheesy because no, it, no. But you know what? That's real. That's authentic. That is, that is the backstory that is from you. And I, I was sort of going about it in a long way to get it out of you. But it, I can see that is also too hard for you to talk about and and, and bring it yes. out. Thank you. It's Thank you. Perfect. That is a driver for why you do what you it's do. Your why. Your why. It's exactly. Your why. So tell me, Luann, what is what is up there for you? Because obviously, let's let's not let's bring up the c word again. <laughs> um, but it, it is having. Does it, is it playing an issue on relationships and the love market at the moment? Okay. So what's happening is all of my physical clients that I have presently at the moment, they're going about business as normal. Yep. Okay. So that w- we're matching people. They're getting out on their dates. They're being responsible. Uh, I'm putting out venues that they can go to. I've compiled a list of uh, venues and date suggestions, which I'm going to pump out on social media this afternoon so everybody can do it. People still should be out there dating. The impact of do people want to spend their money at the moment? No, they don't want to spend their money. Mm. So uh, am I caught up in the flurry of everybody wanting to come and, and join in order to meet somebody? No, I'm not. However, th- it is business as normal and I would encourage people that we're in a um, situation at the moment where we don't have to be completely socially isolated. So make the most of it while we can and go about business as normal, adhering to the health... Uh, what's the word? I'm Crisis that yeah, we've got and, going and, and, and also the restrictions and respect yep. those because they're in place. But don't stop living yeah. because if you do go into lockdown... You know that you don't need to be in lockdown right now. You don't need to be in isolation. You don't need to uh, cut yourself off in the fear of something that hasn't happened. There is a there's a phenomenon that's going on, and to talk about relationships and love is that there could be a phenomenon in about nine months' time called <laughs> the Corona Kids. The Corona Kids might develop. So you've heard of the baby boomers. Mm, <laughs> we're gonna, we're, let's not forget about the flip side of that. I think there's going to be a whole pile of divorces as well because well, when people are forced to spend more time together and they don't have yeah. time to themselves. A relationship is a threesome. Oh, yeah. Okay. Threesome. It's a, every relationship. Yep. It's you, your time, her, her time, and then us. Yes. Now if we're thrown into... Uh, a relationship that is now an us and it's not a me and a him and a... We're going to find conflict because we don't have the freedom to be, uh, you know, ourselves. So it's going to have an impact on relationships in a lot of different ways. The social isolation is what concerns me the most. For people that are already struggling in the areas and they're single and they're lonely and... um, this happens in, I deal with a lot of people in their 20s, so you don't, don't think that they're not a pained age group. A lot of people in the swipe culture are, sure. are struggling. What's going to happen for these people if they don't continue to connect? You're losing confidence, you're losing self-worth, you're finding it even harder to communicate with people. We're going to see anxiety, depressions. We're going to see a whole pile of knee-jerk responses to this in in the coming months it's fascinating chat luann fascinating chat and and like i said from the beginning it it is a a topic your area of expertise is highly desirable by media um i I love the fact uh, i look quick fire questions to you (laughs) yes or no i just need a yes or no man pays woman no sorry man pay man doesn't pay first date first date why should a man have to pay for your good call well done um 
Oh, look, I won't go into the, the other ones. I think they get a little bit cheeky. <laughs> hey, um, but look, one thing I would ask of you, and if you saw someone, it was people that listen to this podcast mm-hmm. are keen to develop their media career. They're developing their expert standard. And you've been doing this for a long time. You've probably, the, like I said, the standout when it comes to doing this. What advice would you give them? Know your why. Yep. Be congruent to who you are. Walk your talk. If that's the language that you use, you, you know, and it's a message that you give out, make sure that that's con- congruent to who you are and, and how you practice your business, how you want to be seen, you know, have that consistency. If you're going to take rejection personally, this is, you know, no business being in the media because yeah. you're going to get a lot of rejections. I, I might spend <laughs> hours doing things and think, oh, this is brilliant. Yeah. And no media picks it up and I think, Really? Rejected. I got rejected? You don't just get rejected. You don't you get you hear crickets. There's nothing. You get nothing. You don't even get a response. You get ghosted. Not even not even rejected. It's, it's, the, it's the hardest thing to take. But then you know what? It all it all comes good when you get that next one. And and it's almost like, oh God, thank God. Yeah. You don't take it personally. Correct. You don't um, give up because it's it's too hard. If it's too hard, you're outside of your values and you've got no business being in the you know, calling yourself an expert in the first place. Sure. So, or, or, or wanting to spread that, figure out what you want the media for. If you want the media for your ego, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but that's <laughs> probably not the right eye. The media won't pick you up if it's just about your ego. Okay, yeah. so know why you're actually doing it. Me, I want to spread the, spread the love. Not the virus. Oh, I love it. <laughs> On topic, relevant, <laughs> unusual, trouble and very human. There's, and there's the five aspects of any good story. Luann, great to have you there. And yeah. we do. You understand your why. You, I asked you, give us a little bit of a tip to the, the, to the next expert coming through. And you've given us eight. And there are eight golden nuggets there. That's fantastic. Uh, thank you for coming in. If we want to find out a little bit more about Luann Ward, where do we go? Look, you can go to Facebook, you can go to Google, you put in my name, you're going to find me wherever you want to find me. So if you want me to help you find love, I can do that. If you're going through a pained relationship and you, you don't want to end it, but you, you, you want to elevate it, I'm the person to see there. So whatever you need in that such a, such a good point too, and you raised the fact that it's not just about love and relationships. What's going on now can actually have an effect on relationships, and it's going to it's going to hurt them. Mm-hmm. So they get do a strategy. Ne- do need help and support. A strategy. Jeez, we put strategies into everything. We should be putting strategies into our Absolutely. our love life. Luann, great to have you here. Thanks for having me. It was a wonderful chat, and uh, and what a what a what a way because I think we do need some help with our relationships. And even if you don't think you need some help, it, it doesn't hurt to even find out a little bit more because, you know, we could be doing things a little bit better. And we tune up our car. What about tuning up our relationship? Oh, you have got them all, Luann. <laughs> I love it. Hey, uh, thanks again for joining the Experts Podcast. Well, my name's Nick Hayes. Lana Hill would have loved to have been here. She would have loved to have been here, but uh, and she's uh, unfortunately not. But uh, she will be joining us next week uh, when we talk to another expert. But till then, until then, if you would like to find out a little bit more about the Experts Podcast, go to mediastable.com. And we look forward to catching up with you next week when we talk to another media personality or an expert in their space. You have been listening to the Experts Podcast powered by Media